Old Fashioned Football and Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Old-fashioned football. You make this deal right now, you pancake-eating mother... All right, deal! Welcome, welcome to Old Fashioned Football, Week 13. Before I get started, I am Justin Mark. You can find me on Twitter at jmarkfootball. We're, of course, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And let me bring in my co-host, my rival in fantasy football, but not my rival in life. Let me bring in Miranda. You can find her on Twitter at jmarkswifey. That's right, she is my wifey, Miranda. How are you doing today? Not your rival in life. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm doing great. Just coming off of a good time away with family for Thanksgiving. Many whiskeys were tried with your family. Yes, yeah. Um, We got a great time in with my cousins, our nieces and nephew. And, of course, a lot of football watching was done. Yes, it was. And speaking of football and speaking of fantasy football, um, I'm going to call you the family killer this this weekend. <laughs> the family killer? Something like that. Um, <laughs> the, the family destroyer. The matchups that always matter most are those against the ones you love. And not only did you beat me. I did. I crushed you. In Fortunes League. You beat me by like 10. I I, I crushed you. <laughs> but you also beat your Uncle Brent in mm-hmm. our league. I did. So, yes, it was a week for destroying your family. <laughs> in fantasy football, let me clarify. Can you believe it's week 13 already? No. I Unlucky number 13. Yeah. Um, but no, we're like... It's the season's almost over fantasy wise, and it's crazy to think about. Playoffs are looming. We're um, in two weeks. Some playoffs start because I know in one of my leagues I have one more week and then playoffs. Mm-hmm. And in most or a lot of the others, we have um, three weeks basically. Fantasy football playoffs start in three weeks, so that's crazy. It is. The push is on. Um, we hopefully, hopefully you have a push into the playoffs. Maybe you already got them locked up, which is great. In fact, I, so I think, I know I've locked our league. I've locked our league up. I have too, for you, last place. <laughs> you know what it's though? Embarrassing. <laughs> um, you are going to win this week and you will only be two games out of the playoffs. In our league? Yes. I'm currently 10th. Yes. I have a horrible record. This has never happened in our league. I have never done this poorly. But there are several, a handful of teams that are five and six. You're beating one of them. So you're only going to be one game behind. And that person is in the sixth playoff spot right now. So you have a chance of so making playoffs. There's a chance. You're going to be like that team with the losing record that sneaks into the playoffs <laughs> to take everybody down. You think that'll happen? I'm, I can only hope. <laughs> then in next league, um, it looks like I should make it in that one. I, I think you're going to make it in I'm that one, too. I'm pretty sure I'm locked in for that <clears throat> one. Yeah. Yeah, looking at the records, I do think we both have that one locked. You're not in my um, big money league here. I'm currently in third, but it is a dogfight. Only four people make the playoffs in that one, and it is a dogfight. I am going to lose this week, so it's going to come down to next week. I have to beat one person, and Anyone I'll be in. Anyone in that league listening right now, you better believe I heard a lot about that last night. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, and then in the Rumble, you are in third place. i am got the same record, tied for third. Mm-hmm. So we should both be able to make the playoffs in that one. Kudos to us. Two For sure, two out of three. 
three out of, or two out of four. Well, you can't forget yeah. our listener league. I know this yes, isn't a dynasty league. Um, where are you standing in that one? I am currently. I'm on the bubble. <laughs> you're on the bubble. I'm currently in third. Yeah, you've been having a good season in that one. It has been. So I guess four out of three out of four leagues locking them in for me. Yeah. For the playoffs. I don't really count our fun league as we call it. I know you don't. It's important though. It is important. <laughs> you get to run it. I I'm running it this year. So I'm about yeah. to sneak into sixth place in our listener league. Anyways, let, nobody wants to hear about our standings in our I want to hear about our standings. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, it's week 13. The playoffs are looming. We got some stuff to get to for you to uh, try to help you make that last push. Mm-hmm. So um, to try to lock it up if you haven't yet. But, Miranda, before we get into more football, what are we drinking today? We are drinking the Sexton Irish Whiskey. Now, I realize tonight we haven't featured an Irish Whiskey, and it's kind of weird for us because... Jameson is definitely a go-to in this household. Yeah. It, we drink a lot of bourbon, uh, but Jameson is always there. <laughs> yeah. Jameson, ginger, and lime, go-to of mine. Um, we did We did drink a bar out of Jameson at your family wedding. We did. <laughs> Me, you, and your mom. We, we definitely <laughs> did. <laughs> and we could have kept going. Yeah. They only had, what bar only carries one bottle of Jameson? Come on. I think we went through one and a half. They had one and a half. Did they? Yes. I yeah. just know at the end of the night, they were out of Jameson. And I even scaled back because it was my foot was pretty painful and I was thinking the alcohol was making it swell more. So yeah, You're we definitely right. we definitely could have done more damage. That was such a great time. Yeah. Such a great time. <laughs> anyway, more to come on that. Um, Justin, let's get into our injury report. Before we get into our injury report. Oh. Let's talk about one other thing. Are you ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. If we add many more states, I won't be able to say that in one breath. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Look to get involved in the same game parlay? WinBet is your home with their WinBet Build Your Own Bet, letting you, you customize the bet you want to make. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. WinBet has what you need to win. Are you ready to play? Go ahead and sign up today to receive a special offer of betting $100, win $100. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so that they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 200 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a game problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Alrighty, just had to get us paid real quick. Of course. <laughs> it's very <laughs> important. going back to our injury report, we have a lot for you again. It has been without fail. We have a lengthy injury report. By the time we get through our Sunday games, there's a yes. long list of names. Yes. Every week. Yep. The good news is it was none of your like RB1s or wide receiver ones, but important to these guys that are injured nonetheless. Uh, well, we'll see what you're. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it's not Bears wide receiver Darnell Mooney is not helping anybody win their leagues, and he tore ligaments in his ankle. I'm sorry about that, brother. I relate. Going to take some surgery. I did not, thankfully. Um, he's out for the year, and this, of course, will benefit new addition Chase Claypool. Joe Mixon, maybe not. Depending on your league, he wasn't RB one in one of my leagues. Well, yeah. He just wasn't the consensus RB one picked. I mean, but well, yes, for my fantasy. No, he points, is. He is a big injury. He was rostered RB one for me. Anyway, Joe Mixon for the Bengals still in concussion protocol. This is going to benefit Samaji Pirine if he can't go this Sunday. Yes. Yep. Um, and of course, we are recording on Monday night, and so far he's not cleared the concussion protocol. So we're up to a full week not clearing. Um, next up, oh, so sad. Um, sorry, <laughs> I sh- I shouldn't poke fun at injuries. I honestly hope he's ready to go next week. Aaron Rodgers out with a rib ener- in- rib energy injury, not energy, out with a rib injury. Um, this benefits Jordan Love. Miranda, have we seen Rodgers play his last game of football for the Green Bay Packers? You made a comment, and I don't know. 
He, what is going on with Rodgers? I feel like he's, well, he's fading. He's, he's had fading. a broken thumb. That's what he said anyways. He's been playing with a broken thumb. I don't know. I still don't quite buy it because he's had some Roger throws. And then he's had throws where, a lot of throws where it's at the, their feet. I feel like if your thumb is broken and bothering you, you're not making some throws and not the others. It, it affects you across the board, I would think. Well, and if he's playing with a broken thumb, what are they doing? Why aren't they pulling him out? Right. Yep. And Why then he gets this rib injury. Like I honestly hope he's better next week. And I'll tell you why. I hope he's better, and I mm-hmm. hope Justin Fields is better for this Bears-Packers showdown, the only game I care about the rest of the year because we're out of the playoff race, and that would essentially end the Packers' season. They mm-hmm. would have no hope at the playoffs. And Justin Fields is the quarterback that gets us past Aaron Rodgers, is he not? He's, uh, he has to be. He yes. has to be. Agreed. Kadarius Tony, wide receiver for the Chiefs, suffering a hamstring injury. Coach Andy Reid has said – They will be cautious with him, and they're going to ease him back onto the field. I don't know. I wouldn't count on it. This is going to benefit Juju for sure. Absolutely. Um, Patriots running back Damian Harris also dealing with a hamstring injury. We don't have a lot on this. However, he didn't practice today. But I think it's safe to say that Ramondre Stevenson has taken this backfield over anyways. He had a killer game for me. Yes, he's been doing very well. Um, I I actually got him for $3 in one league, and he's just paid Mm -hmm. off, obviously. Definitely look for him as a keeper in any of your keeper leagues. Jets running back Michael Carter has a low ankle sprain and is day-to-day. This is going to benefit Zonovan Knight who we are going to talk about, I am going to talk about later. All right. Um, Saints running back Alvin Kamara has an unknown injury. Um, he was being seen worked on after, or I guess during the game. He should be okay, but I'd say the the main injury is to his pride at this point. <laughs> He's not doing well, and we'll get to no. that. No, and then another running back for you here, Elijah Mitchell for the 49ers, suffering a knee injury. They're saying six to eight weeks, so out for fantasy football purposes. This is going to benefit Jordan Mason, as fellow rookie Tyrion Davis-Price was a healthy scratch for Mason to play. And this just in, not just in, it happened a while ago, but as we're recording, um, Najee Harris exited the game, will not return, so... Upset me. Yeah, definitely monitor that, but it looks like as of right now that will benefit Benny Snell, who has 12 carries for 62 yards and a touchdown at this point. Uh, so, as I mean, we've brought you the injury report weekly, but it really like this is important stuff now with playoffs looming. If you have any of these players or you're looking to grab a player, look for those people, those starters who are injured or out and grab their backups playoffs you want to talk about the playoffs we're always talking about the playoffs (laughs) that's right why don't we talk about sir throws a lot miranda it's your boyfriend my my boyfriend your your boyfriend Um, my fantasy crush your fantasy crush (laughs) there you go which was nick Foles at one point Uh, well yeah his season where he had (laughs) back-to-back 70 point games for fantasy yes he quickly we quickly broke up quickly ended that. that relationship faded fast faster than Pitts and I um you're, you're <laughs> yes much faster <laughs> because I cut him loose I don't hang on <laughs> all right well your boyfriend Justin Herbert is sure throws a lot this week he led week so far with 47 passes in their one point win over the Cardinals yes 47 it's a lower sir throws a lot but yeah when we don't crack 50 you know, that teams must have focused on the run. I think we're going to see that as it gets colder. Weather starts getting mm-hmm. worse in a lot of areas. You got rain, all that stuff. I think you're going to have. Yeah, in those open stadiums. Yep. Football's right. meant to be played in an open stadium. If you have any questions or would like to debate that, um, talk to Colby Dant. Because he will, <laughs> he hates domes. Hates dome football. All right. Well, coming off of Justin Herbert, for a sir throws a lot. It's a perfect segue into my first stud. Um, he was projected 18.2 this week and finished with 28.76. Needless to say, I was satisfied. Um, yes, most Justins are studs. Um, <laughs> stud running back, this one killed me. It killed me. So I'm in a league, my big money league. Y'all have heard me talk about it if you've listened Jesus, to us before. I have to hear this again. <laughs> 
Um, so in this league, a a, a fifty. Uh, I I don't I didn't even say the person yet. Josh Jacobs. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, a fifty-plus yard touchdown is worth five extra points. Okay, and over two hundred rushing yards is six extra points. So it's eleven. Yes, with Josh Jacobs' overtime rushing touchdown of eighty-six yards, it amassed my uh, uh, it gave my opponent eight point six for the run, six for the touchdown, five for the over fifty-yard touchdown, and six for eclipsing two hundred yards. For those not good at math, that's 26.8 points. 26.8. And I'm currently down by 15. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what killed me. Um, It was just super disappointing. He was projected 15.5. He finished with 54.8 in that league because of those bonuses. um, And I'm going to lose because of it. So that is a major blow. (laughs) And then one other stud running back. This one helps me out. Obviously, you've heard me say I got him for $1. Eagles running back, Miles Sanders, projected 12, finished with 29.5 points in the Eagles win over the Packers. Stud wide receiver for you. Just wide receiver Garrett Wilson, who had new starting quarterback Mike White throwing to him. He was projected 9.5, and he finished with 26.9. Did you have a question? Your hand was raised. What was going on over there? I talk with my hands. Just <laughs> mind your own business over there. <laughs> All of a sudden, I see her hand go up. I'm looking at the stats, and I'm like pointing in the air. You Just don't worry about me. <laughs> uh, another stud wide receiver, Jags wide receiver, Zay Jones, projected 8.1, finished with 22 points. We're going to talk about him a little bit later. Now, I've got a couple stud tight ends for you. Because you love the tight ends. You know I do. After some bad weeks, Dalton Schultz really came through for me. He was projected 8.5. He finished with 17.1. It was He had a great game for the Cowboys. For that's, sure. That's about all I can say. Another stud tight end, Hunter Henry. Oh, here we go. <laughs> projected 3.7. Finished with 13.8. I feel like last week you alluded to Hunter Henry being yeah. a possible I, somebody was, to watch for. He was one of my picks on our waiver wire. And and it, if you picked him up, if you were needing that tight end help, it definitely which paid I, off with that 13.8. Which I did. I lost Kyle Pitts. I threw in Hunter Henry. And Hunter Henry you did. lost Kyle. Did you drop him? No, no, oh. I just threw him on the he's injury still hanging reserve. On. You're still hanging on over yeah, there. Yeah, I dropped him in. I dropped him in one league because he's not going to be back, and to be a keeper, he would be a first rounder. So <laughs> that's not happening. Poor decisions. Yes, yeah. Um, no, it, it, but listen, people. Here's the deal. We looked at his roster percentage, and not enough of you took my advice. You probably should have. Anyways, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Let's talk about dud quarterbacks. This has been a dud all year. Uh, Russell Wilson projected yes. only 14.8. <laughs> couldn't even reach that and finished with 8.48. I got a little fun nugget for you. A fun nugget. You, I like your fun nuggets. You like my let's, fun nuggets. Throw it at me. Carson Wentz currently has more passing touchdowns this year than Russell Wilson. Carson, Carson Wentz, Wentz stopped playing week yes, six because of six. injury. He has not played for six weeks. Also, Russ Wilson's Denver home has more bathrooms than Russ Wilson has passing touchdowns this year. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, boy. All right. I've got a dud running back for you. Texans running back Damian Pierce. This is his second bad week in a row. He was projected 13. He finished with 3.1. If you're rolling into the playoffs with him, two bad weeks in a row is nerve-wracking. It is. I do have him, and I'm trying to make the playoffs. So what are you doing? What what's going through your mind? It, well, at this point, it's like, because the Texans are so bad, do you start benching him? I mean, he was kind of their only fantasy-worthy player. But, I, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Um, another tough one, running back Alvin Kamara. We talked about his injury, but before that, he had 13 rushing yards on seven carries. For those of you doing math, that's a like 2.1 a carry. Uh, or less than two a carry. Uh, for, My bad. For those of you that do you math are, better I than me. I think you've proved <laughs> yourself to not be <laughs> the math person in this household through our podcast. Math is hard. I'm is actually hard. really good at math, but anyway, <laughs> Nobody would know it and nobody <laughs> believes you. Anyone listening does not believe you. <laughs> I get behind the mic and all the math skills have gone. Um, 
anyways, he had 13 rushing yards, only 37 re- <laughs> receiving yards, and two, count them, two fumbles. Now that's a bad day. He projected 13.3, finished with four. I have got some dud wide receivers for you. This one, he's not a dud often. 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel was projected 13.3. He finished with only 5.8. And then Bucks wide receiver Mike Evans also isn't a dud often. I happen to have both of these. Ouch. In, yeah, in a league. He was pro- Mike Evans was projected 11.6 against the Browns, finished with 4.1. Yeah, both those hurt. It, it, they stung. Yes. This is not the time of year you want your players to be th- putting up duds. I will say, based on our earlier conversation, it's not really affecting my playoff standings. Playoffs? Playoffs. <laughs> yes. It's not really. Effe- I've, I've, I've still got them locked. Yes. I would like to talk about, just real quick, I know we're going to talk about um, dud tight ends, but just real quick, I was so confident after Thanksgiving Day against you. I know. In Knicks League, because I had Justin Jefferson, who had 29.34 points. I had Amon Ross St. Brown, who had 27.9 points. And so I was just so confident. But then, of course, you have your Chargers players, Herbert, get 34. Keenan Allen get 25. Or, sorry, Austin Eckler get 25. Keenan Allen get 15. James Conner got you 21. Your Dalton, Dalton Schultz. Schultz. Really Got came you through for 19. me. 19.1. Yeah, just. Oh, I, this, oh, this is a league that I had Mike Evans in and I started yes. him, but it did not affect it. No. ETN getting injured and only getting me point three <laughs> didn't hurt, help, but he beat me by, I said 10. It was 22. If we're going to get technical. Oh, it was 12. You tried to shore me points. And anyway, I was just about to say clearly, like, it bothers you so bad. You gave <laughs> me, we were at your parents on Thanksgiving. Well, yeah, I was talking And you were really shit. rubbing it in. <laughs> you were just talking shit, and I'm just. When your top two receivers get 29 and 27, you just kind of assume you're going to win. <laughs> well, when your top two running backs get you about 50 points, you're, you're pretty solid. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> Anyways. Um, let's talk about some dud tight ends. Yeah, uh, you're like, I don't want to talk about this uh, anymore. Yeah, that's <laughs> if it right. was reversed, you would continue to talk. Oh, I'm sure. Another 49ers player who's a dud. <laughs> <laughs> moving Just on. Moving on. Moving on. George Kittle projected nine points, finished with 4.1. Sorry to Rod and Nick, the 49ers fans. And Dawson Knox, tight end for the Bills, projected eight, finished with 2.7. He's had trouble getting going all year. And I thought he was going to do well this year after he finished top 10 last year, but that's not really been the case. No. No, that was one that I, I at the start of the season, I felt like he was somebody to go after, but he was not the tight end I was looking for. And I don't have him anymore. <laughs> this is not the tight end you were looking for. <laughs> and while we're talking about duds, I feel like this is a, a good time to throw this in there. So I heard you had a little fun nugget. Here I have, that you were throw I guess, in. if you want to call it a fun nugget, I have a fun nugget for you, Justin. You're yeah. always bringing me the fun nuggets. In talking with my boss's boss's boss, <laughs> Anthony, today. This he, guy again? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> He is coming off of a high from the Browns beating Tampa this weekend, by the way. Is that alluding to the fact that he lives in Colorado? No. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. No. He's just like, you know. The Browns won. They shouldn't have. the, The Browns beat Tom Brady. He shared with me an interesting stat. So get this. The Buccaneers' overtime loss to the Browns. Yes. On Sunday is the First time in Tom Brady's entire career that he has lost a game when leading by seven or more points in the final minute. Really? Yes. That's interesting. He is, he, but going into that game, he was 218 and zero for that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now he is 218 and one because of the Browns. Because of the Browns. The Browns broke that stat for him. So. <laughs> I find it funny that he brings up this stat to give you and we're saying how bad it is because it was to the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really. Uh, that might have been, not been his point behind the stat, but <laughs> it fits quite well. <laughs> no, it, it's the Browns. Um, yeah, but no, like Tom Brady. Yeah, a dud. I mean, really, this not year. That, well, 
a dud for I don't I guess I didn't look at his fantasy points. I don't have Tom Brady in any of my leagues. Let me do you have it pull up the stat sheet, I Justin? I can pull it up real quick. Um But Tom Brady, I, I read this the other day. He has been it's been like I think it was this past week. Could be wrong. Don't quote me here. But I think last week, twenty two years ago, was his first pass thrown. In his career in the NFL, he's been yeah he's passing it for 22 years. Old as balls, really. <laughs> I was yeah. Yes, depending on who he's balls, been, but. yeah, since I was 10. <laughs> now I'm telling everybody <laughs> your age now. She is a youngin. Um, Tom Brady's the 17th ranked quarterback. The 17th, the guy that almost I mean he's always a top 15, usually a top 10, mm-hmm. but he's the 17th ranked. And the highest score he's had all year was against Kansas City, 31.4. Aside from that, he has not gone over 22.04 points. There's, I feel like there's a lot going into play with his season this year. It's not the season people anticipated for no. him to have fantasy-wise. He's been going through a lot at home. He's been – there's well, a lot of coaching talks. What? Then he should have stayed retired. I don't think he's going to go back into retirement after this year. Uh, I guess we'll see. I don't know. I don't think he's going to end on a low. But anyway, there's also been a lot of talk with the coaching staff and everything on. This is really, um, I know we're we're talking fantasy football. We're getting off on a little tangent here. But it's really interesting that we're watching the end of several eras. Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. This is the end of an era for some guys that have been in the league for a long time mm-hmm. that have been winning. In the, well, Matt Stafford's not been winning until <laughs> he went to the Rams. Yes. But he has been a, a, a good quarterback. He, he's he been a reliable quarterback yes. fantasy-wise. Yes. Maybe the, Lion, the Lions, they're shitty seasons. But he always put up huge he, stats. He's a quarterback you could rely on fantasy-wise. Yep. So, yeah, him, Brady, Rodgers. Ryan, I mean, all these guys just, mm-hmm. uh, this is probably the last year for at least half those guys. For at least half. I would bet. Should we play? I was just going to say, this is a great opportunity for us to make a bet. Stafford, out, gone. I mean, he's injured right now. Mm-hmm. They're likely talking about putting him on injured reserve the rest of the year. I don't think he comes back. He won a Super Bowl. Then he had a really atrocious year and battled injuries. I think Tom Brady comes back. I'm betting that I think that Tom Brady comes you back. You think he doesn't? You have to. I'm. I'm taking that he does. So you have to take that he doesn't. Okay, that's the bet. He, he doesn't for the Bucks. <laughs> for the Bucks, he does not. You think come the, back Bucks for the Bucks are going to cut Tom Brady? Yes. You think he's going to part ways? Yes, I do. All right. Tom what Brady's next. Da- a We're bottle of b- whiskey. Uh, no. Yeah, a bottle of bourbon. Okay. Tom Brady's. Uh, we, no, we gotta get more specific than that. Tom Brady's a next. A bottle team. of Blantons. A bo- <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that means we have to get a bottle of Flintons either way. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Tom Brady's next team that he throws for, or or Aaron Rodgers, one of them's going to the Jets. That's my guess. Repeat that? Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets. That's my guess. You think Aaron Rodgers is going to go to the Jets? Yes. His contract is done with Green Bay after this I can't year. see either one of them. I think Aaron Rodgers is gone. You're saying the Jets like they're bad. Jets are it's seven and Jets. four now. But it's the Jets. Or maybe they're eight and four. It's almost like saying it's the Browns. I know. <laughs> but their defense is good. Uh, should we talk about the waiver wire? Let's talk about the waiver Let's wire. Let's talk about the waiver wire. We we went off on our tangent long enough. We did. We're we're stalling. <laughs> really quick before we get into <clears throat> our why waiver wires. And this is this has to do with the waiver wire. But before we get into the players we've chosen, I Excuse do... Excuse me. Did you almost say the Wyver Wayers? <laughs> what were you saying Shut there? Shut up, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm so pissed It's 10.30 me. on a Monday night. Just give me a break. I've been on the phone all day. <laughs> I just wanted to give a little bit of a tip for people out there. Just the tip. <laughs> there are players... Got <laughs> There are players returning from injury or suspension soon, and... I am somebody, at least, who always... I pay attention to that. 
And I love when I'm able to grab somebody up who's out there on the injured reserve and who's been out all season or been suspended and nobody else is paying attention to that. Yeah, of course. And they're a great player. And as soon as they're back in, they are going to be an impact. So we have Deshaun Watson. He is currently 58% rostered, but there's 42% of leagues out there who don't have him rostered. Math is not hard for you. It is not hard for me. (laughs) It is a strong suit. (laughs) Um. So he's somebody go go check see if he's out there. Every I feel like at least everybody, unless you're just having a killer killer season, has somebody they can drop in, stash one of those people on your roster. J.K. Dobbins, he is sixty six percent rostered right now. Obviously, both of these rostered in over fifty percent of leagues. Check to make sure if they're out there, and I just think they're worth considering and could make an impact. Um, especially if they're out there, they weren't kept. You could; those are cheap keepers for the next year off of the absolutely free agency. Absolutely, my um, first waiver wire besides those little bonuses you gave out there, Mike White, quarterback for the Jets, eight percent rostered. Poor Zach Wilson. Mike White started over him. They uh, both let each other know, or they got word of this earlier in the week. Um, and Mike White lit it up after Zach Wilson has been struggling. Granted, it was against a very porous Bears defense, so take it for <laughs> what that's worth. But he looked good with 315 passing yards and three passing touchdowns, and I think he just brings a little bit of extra fire to the Jets. I mean, they seem pumped up. He ran that offense well, and I think he's going to remain the starter for the rest of this year anyways. Now, looking ahead, they do have Minnesota and Buffalo the next two weeks. Tough defenses, obviously, but... If you want to stash him to see how it goes, um, because like I said, it was against the Bears. He needs to prove a little bit more than the fact that you can pass on the Bears. I think I might be able to pass on the Bears at this point. But in week 15 and week 16, which would be week one and two Mm -hmm. of the playoffs, he plays against Detroit, which is 32nd against quarterbacks, and Jacksonville, 22nd against quarterbacks. So two teams that he could move the ball easy against. And then week 17, which would be your championship, he plays against Seattle, which is 21st against the quarterback. So do you want to roll in with Mike White as your playoff starter? I, no. I was going to say I don't think I'd want to, but. But say say somebody gets hurt. Say your starter gets hurt. And he has, he has a good schedule. He has a good schedule, yes. and he could have a good fantasy football run. All right. I mentioned him earlier on the show. Zonovan Knight, running back for the Jets. He is currently 0% rostered. He is not rostered anywhere. So good opportunity maybe for someone out there. I'm going to assume that Michael Carter is going to miss time with his low ankle sprain. So I would check to make sure James Robinson isn't available. He was a healthy scratch this last week. So I'm unsure if their organization is unhappy with him. I don't know what's going on there. Also, even if Ty Johnson did score some points, a lot of that was on a single big run and a touchdown. He had five carries, 62 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. It was Zonovan White that got more of the usage. He had 14 carries for 69 yards, 34 receiving yards. He's an undrafted rookie who got a spot this last week over James Robinson. Obviously we already talked about the jets. They have a tough next two games, but then play an easy lions, Jags and Seahawks in the fantasy football playoffs. So again, this is somebody to look for 0% rostered. If you have a spot, you can just stash him, see what happens. Yeah. Jets players have Mm -hmm. an easy, um, schedule so i think that's what we're kind of driving home here right i also find it funny we start off with two jets players after we just said it's the jets i know <laughs> almost as bad we as are the contradicting Browns. ourselves and their but... names rhyme mike white's on of a night so uh maybe i'm tired but that, the white that struck me the white right, knight continue um if you pick up both of them you have to change your name to white knight it is um <laughs> it's something you just need to do it's required um, Melvin Gordon, I know you're going, what? Uh, Melvin Gordon, let me say it again for those in the back. Melvin Gordon, running back for the Chiefs, rostered in 46% of leagues. I must stop myself real quick before we do this um, again, because we have done this in a previous episode. Fab. 
Fab. I thought about that. Yes, which for those that don't know is free agent auction budget. Uh, my parents listen to our show and my mom goes, what is Fab? They've been <laughs> listening all season and they just now asked what Fab is. <laughs> yeah. Well, they said they knew at one point, but they forgot. Oh, so. they forgot. Okay. Yeah, because I think we probably explained it at the beginning yes. episodes. But yeah, uh, Mike White, I wouldn't go crazy. One, two percent, really. I wouldn't go crazy. I was going to say the same with Zonovan Knight. Again, so we contradicted ourselves, but at the same time, not. It's the Jets. He's Zonovan Knight, zero percent rostered. I don't know how many people are going to pay attention to him. And you can't base it off of a game against this Bears defense. No. That's the tough part. Like, we don't, we don't know if Michael Carter's coming back or how long he'll miss. But regardless, they picked on a very bad Bears defense. So I do think you kind of have to see how it goes before you're gung-ho on them, right? I would agree. I wouldn't. I, low percentage of fab. Yeah. So, all right. Moving forward, Melvin Gordon. This is interesting because Gordon was recently cut from the Broncos because of fumbling. Um He's only 46% rostered, so he was obviously cut from a bunch of fantasy football teams as well. However, his running style matches what the Chiefs like. Um, I know they have Pacheco, um, who's been starting. They do have Ronald Jones, who has just been a career disappointment. But Gordon, I think, really fits their offense as this hard runner who can also catch passes out of the backfield. And he's got playoff experience. Andy Reid really buys into that kind of stuff. He loves players with experience. Uh, in the fantasy football playoffs, the Chiefs play the Texans, the Seahawks, and then a revenge game for Melvin Gordon against the Broncos. Like I said, Andrew Reid respects veterans. I have a feeling they claimed Gordon off the waivers for a reason. I think we see him start or at least play, share the workload with Pacheco sooner rather than later. Um, this is a guy who has been he's had a good career at times yes he he's been fantasy football relevant he has I, not been lately no not for the broncos but nobody on the broncos has <laughs> so i think I, I i think this is a gamble it is i think i would throw five percent on it though i think he's on a good team he lands at the perfect spot and if anybody can get the maximum out of players it's andy reed i can't argue with you there <laughs> All right. Zay Jones, wide receiver for the Jags. He He's somebody who has – he's had a big game here or there, and then he kind of disappeared. I remember talking about him earlier in the season, and then he just went away. He's currently only 38% rostered, and he is coming in 46th ranked wide receiver this year so far, which if you think about it, that's not bad. No. But he hasn't... Fits into a flex spot, kind of. Yeah. Hit and miss. Yeah. Um, But anyway, the Jags th- are able to move the ball well in the air, especially with Trevor... Ah, especially <laughs> with Trevor Lawrence playing well. This weekend, Jones had 11 receptions on 14 targets and brought in 145 yards. That's a lot. It is. He also got a two-point conversion as the Jaguars upset the Ravens. Which is worth two points for those of you that, for whatever reason, don't know that. Two-point conversion. It's worth two points two in points. fantasy football as well. Two points. Okay. <laughs> um, he did have one other game this year. It was against the Chargers where he had 10 catches on 11 targets for 85 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So he seems to be showing up in big games, and he goes against some easier defenses, easier defenses in the fantasy football playoffs. They do play Dallas on week one of the playoffs, but then they play the Jets, those shitty Jets, <laughs> and the Texans. I'm going to assume that Christian Kirk gets the main coverage from the defense, which should be Gardner for the Jets and Savage yeah. for the Texans, meaning Jones should get looked at often. Yeah, agree. I didn't give fabs. Let me circle back to that. I again, I wouldn't throw a lot at this. It's it's hard to say. Um, maybe ten percent if you need that help. Like I said, he goes against some easy teams in the playoffs. Yeah, and he has that potential for boom. Yeah, for sure. Um, I also got a wide receiver to talk about, Isaiah McKenzie of the Bills. He's rostered in 30, 34% of leagues. I would go to 5 to 10%. Look, the Bills are a team that obviously can move the ball, right? And Diggs and Davis often get a lot of the tension. However, 
Isaiah McKenzie, ranked 44, so two above your Zay Jones there, has had some impact in games as well, especially last game where he had six catches on 10 targets for 96 yards and a touchdown. Now, he started the season with three touchdowns in their first four games before an injury kind of slowed him a bit. So he may be kind of getting back to that touchdown streak. Maybe we're going to see him do another three and four. And in the fantasy football playoffs, they'll play Miami, where I expect it's going to kind of be a shootout, and they'll have to throw it a lot. Then they play Chicago, who just made Mike White look like the MVP of the league. And finally, the Bengals, where, again, I think they might need to throw it often. So if you want a piece of this Bills offense, it's going to be moving the ball, and you've not been able to get one, now you have McKenzie to consider. And now let's get into our tight ends. <laughs> yes, let's get into our tight ends. <laughs> Phrasing. Um, I mentioned him before, Justin. Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry. Tight end for the Patriots. He is currently only 30% rostered. I would maybe, I'm just going to get the fab out of the way because I'll forget again. 5% because he still is just a tight end. Yes. And he's had a couple good games lately, but I, I would not, he's not a tight end I would spend a lot of money on. He's also, I realize this, like I know I was choosing him and I realize he's a bit of a stretch, but he has been getting looks in the red zone. He's one of the more established, trusty pass catchers for the Patriots who will be looking to make a push in the end of the season for the, pl- for playoff purposes. Um, one of the things I like most about Hunter Henry, (laughs) aside from the fact, I just can't, I have to do that to you. I have to haunt you. Uh, Aside from the fact that he's just coming off a 63 yard, one touchdown, 63 yards, one touchdown, just 63 yards, (laughs) one touchdown. I just have to say that again. It's impressive, which is similar to it's, I mean, it's similar to his stat line on week six. These have been his best two weeks. Now, looking into the fantasy football playoffs, the Patriots will play against two teams that I think they'll have to pass to keep. They're going to have to pass the ball to keep up with, <clears throat> which could benefit you if you're streaming tight ends. <laughs> Still looking for an answer. They play the Raiders, the Bengals, and the Dolphins. Three teams that have been able to move the ball. Yeah, um, he's looked good. Uh, And this is a guy that finished well last year, and then it was kind of slow starting this year, but it looks like he's starting to put it together again. So, um, Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say two games. I mean, it's two games. Yeah, no, I agree. But 12 points, I mean, Mm -hmm. in a non-PPR league is nothing to frown at for a tight end position. Absolutely not. Um, I got one tight end to talk about, rostered in 46% of the leagues. Foster Moreau, tight end for the Raiders. I know, Raiders players, really, um, that aren't named Devonta Adams or Josh Jacobs. But <laughs> speaking of the Raiders, Darren Waller is going to miss time. Um, he's going to keep missing time. Sorry, we already knew he was missing time. But he's going to keep missing time, and Foster Moreau has been benefiting from it. While he isn't racking up a lot of yardage, he is being targeted at an average of a little over five times a game in the last six games. He also has two touchdowns in the last three games. His Derek Carr is starting to look more his way in the red zone. They throw everybody they can at Devontae Adams, so he's going to have to look elsewhere. Sometimes with tight ends, you kind of have to chase touchdowns because there aren't a lot of tight ends outside of Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews mm-hmm. that continually rack up yards, right? Yes. So you kind of have to chase those t- um, touchdowns. And the Raiders have a, a tough fantasy football playoff schedule. But I think they're going to be pushing hard to p- prove themselves. And, and the, you know, you think, well, they got a tough playoff schedule. That could be good for fantasy football because they could be pushing um, down the field as much as they can. You're giving me a skeptical <laughs> look. We're like pushing all of these picks because of their ease of schedule. And they're like, this, one's this a is a tough. hard schedule. Well, this is going to be great. <laughs> so, again. Yeah. Well, okay, no, so but gonna... I, I know. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. 
And I don't disagree with you. <laughs> yeah. You, when you play from behind, you're passing the ball. So normally your receivers or pass catchers do get more fantasy points. So they're going to face the Patriots, the Steelers, the Niners. Patriots just allowed 43 yards and a touchdown to um, Hawkinson. The Steelers um, just allowed Jelani Woods, the tight end for the Colts, actually the backup tight end to Mo Alley Cox, to have eight receptions for 98 yards. So so the Patriots and Steelers are they have trouble covering that tight end position, but the 49ers eh, not so much. They're pretty tough against the tight end position. So that is all we have for you for waiver wire pickups this week. Now we need to get into one of my favorite parts of the show. Our whiskey review. Oh, shit. I thought you were going to say sitting at a table across from me. That's not your favorite part of the show. Like I said, we're going to get to my favorite part of the show. <laughs> All right. So as reviewing our whiskey that we're drinking. Yeah. And as we said earlier, we're drinking the Sexton, which is an Irish whiskey. And this is a special one. Um, and the reason that I bought it, this is the Walking Dead edition, which is in the special bottle. Has no impact on the taste whatsoever. No, no. I'm just, I'm a but big fan. But you had to place an order <laughs> for the Walking Dead bottle. Yeah, I'm a big <laughs> fan of the Walking Dead. So, yeah, I had to get this. Um, in fact, I had to get two. But uh, one which we cannot drink. It will sit on the shelf. Sorry. Continue, Justin. <laughs> um, yeah, no. It, and it's got, if you're a Walking Dead fan, it's got quotes on the bottle um, from the Walking Dead. This they say it's the official whiskey of The Walking Dead. I remember one scene where they drink whiskey, where Herschel drinks whiskey in a bar from this bottle, which is a very unique shaped bottle. It well, it's, it's a, squatty. It's a hexagon. It's hexagon. Yeah, yeah. So very unique. Um, but I will say, as far as bottles go, it is it's a neat bottle, not because of The Walking Dead label and all that stuff, but the bottle itself is unique. You gave up on The Walking Dead. I no spoilers. No, is it a spoiler? However many years after, my parents haven't seen it yet. My dad wants to watch. Well, it. this is their this is their <laughs> warning to plug their ears. Plug your ears, dad. I did stop watching after Rick left the show. Yeah, a lot of people. That was say the that. end for me. And like you have rewatched it, and I feel like you've rewatched it again. Oh yeah, multiple and times. And I can't. This is a show I will not be rewatching. This it was hard enough for me to watch it the first time. It was good. I can't do zombies. Just, nope. I'm glad you didn't say it was bad, because we can't have that. Okay, Negan. Are we We're pissing done. our pants yet? Stop. Miranda <laughs> <laughs> does not like when I quote Negan. I don't. It's just, it's unnecessary. <laughs> Anyways, and, can tell we us talk a little about, bit about this. Yes. This is unique for several reasons. First, and, okay, I know I always bring you a little bit of history about the whiskeys we drink. And most of the time, or pretty much all of the time, when I look into the history or just some background information about the whiskeys that we try on our show, yeah. I end up liking them more. I'm going to be completely honest. This is not... I like Irish whiskey. I'm a Jameson girl. I like my Tully's as well. I did not care for this when we tried it we actually this is not the first time we're trying it no we tried it this week we tried it on thanksgiving, thanksgiving yeah. with your parents this is one of the many whiskeys we tried with them um it's just not what i want in an irish whiskey and maybe i would have to think of it as not an irish whiskey see and i really like this one so we are opposite there <laughs> we are well uh, I need to try it straight again. Yeah. I have been drinking it in whatever this cocktail is that you made tonight. Excuse me. It's an <laughs> old-fashioned. Just <laughs> minus an orange. This is not old-fashioned. I am very <laughs> passionate about the fact that an old-fashioned must have an orange peel in it. And there's no orange peel in my old-fashioned again. <laughs> well, we don't have oranges. <clears throat> we don't. Um. We've been busy with Thanksgiving. Yeah, we, didn't we got go to the back. Store. Yeah, yeah, we got back yesterday. Immediately started getting ready for the week. Going to the grocery store was not on my to do list yesterday. Once we got back, and because of that, I'm sitting here looking at this non old fashioned. We're failing our show because we're supposed to be drinking an old fashioned, 
Anyway, like I was saying, this is unique for many reasons. And one thing I really like is this is our first whiskey we're trying on the show that is created by a female master blender in the industry. And you don't like it. <laughs> I know. Conflicted. <laughs> <laughs> um, master blender Alex Thomas. She really is one of only a few female master blenders in the whiskey industry. She spent decades working on her craft and she made the Sexton single malt as a result of her passion for whiskey. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't say I I don't like it. I don't prefer it if I'm going to go for an Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. Now, I will try this again. I'll give this a second try because... Yeah, you can I try it when I'm doing tasting notes. Yes, when you're doing that. Um, this is made from a 100% malted barley and triple distilled for smoothness. Aren't all Irish whiskeys triple distilled? I believe that is correct. That is a thing. And, we learned that. triple distilled in... Um, uh, what am I trying to think of? Copper pot stills. Thank you. Copper pot stills. There you go. Um, we That is something we learned... 10 years ago in Ireland yes, at the Jameson Distillery. taste tester. Yes. Yes, I have a little certificate for that, that and everything. definitely is where my love of Irish whiskey comes from. It's yeah. the first time I ever tried whiskey. I had a Jameson Cranberry. Yeah. And that set my love affair with whiskey. Like I was saying, triple distilled, and as we mentioned, in copper pot stills. And that is the traditional Irish way. Yeah. <laughs> Um, another unique part of Sexton, Alex worked to perfect a shorter aging process of only four years. And then it's then moved over and aged in Oloroso sherry casks to achieve the flavor from the wine-soaked barrel that surpasses its years. Now, these are actually aged in Oloroso sherry butts. And that's straight from their website. Now, a butt is actually the single plane within a barrel. So the barrel is made up of butts. Sherry barrels are made up of butts. But if you're putting it in Oloroso sherry butts and not sherry butts in it, I would think you're just putting it in a sherry barrel. But the way they word it on their website is it's aged in Oloroso sherry butts. So, anyways, um, I just thought that was interesting that they don't say barrels. They say butts, but they say it's in there and not like the butt. They don't put a butt in the whiskey. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) I just realized how weird that sounded. Obviously, they put no butts. They don't put their butts in their whiskey. (laughs) This is the the key to the special (laughs) aging process. Just a quick dip. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to talk a little bit. Go into your flavor profile. You drink. Um, I will drink. When I smell it, I smell kind of honey-ish. I get a honey smell to it. Tasting notes are, Miranda is shaking her head. She does not get a honey smell. I do, though. Tasting notes are dried fruit, nuts, and honeycomb. Do you get any of those? Why don't you work on your three tastes, then we can talk about it. No, I do get honey. Yes. It's there for a brief flash towards the end of the taste. For a, Really briefly. There's a lot of fumes, I feel like, that come off of this one. Really? And I, I think that that's that. why. Even when I s- smelled it. like hmm. I get no fumes. Mm. Um, that was... Hang on. I need to taste again. I have my three taste rule. Yeah, yeah. While you're doing that, let me. I'm going to talk a little bit about this Walking Dead version. If you're a fan, it is limited edition in the honor of the finale of The Walking Dead, which I just watched a week ago, I believe. I actually bought two, one to drink, one to have, as Miranda said. But I really, I mean, this is only a $32 bottle, which I think is pretty reasonably priced. So for that price, I really like it. I, I really kind of want to get another one because I liked it enough, and I would like to leave one unopened. Um, but you can go to their website and order either just their normal one or the Walking Dead version at www.thesexton.com. All right, now that you've had more drinks and made more faces. Um, I don't make faces when I taste whiskey. You just, I think this is so and smooth. I do on this one. I don't. You don't. I think it's harsh at first. Really? I it It is. And it's like. Did you like it ex- in your cocktail that you refused to call an old-fashioned? 
I can't give an honest opinion on that because it doesn't. It's not reminiscent of an old fashioned. Did you like it in your cocktail? I don't like my cocktail that you made for me, Justin. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <sighs> oh man, I need a new bartender. Just kidding. Just apparently. Kidding. <laughs> um. No, this one just it's not for me. I uh, I hate to say that because I really want to support a badass female whiskey creator. Yes, yeah. But this is just not I drink Irish Irish whiskey going for a specific like there's flavor just a, profile. Yeah, this is different. A, a specific flavor profile and I there's just something about this like and that's not you don't taste just sweet. The whole thing isn't just sweet and the sweetness for me comes and like I said, the only way I can describe it is like a flash. Just a flash. A flash of honey and it goes away. And it and it, it's and I don't know if I'm describing this correctly or not, but like fumey. It's fumey <laughs> even when you first when it hits you. I well, just We we can't, you know, y- y- neither one of us can like every single whiskey we no. drink. So and I did that's know going okay. into this one tonight, I wanted to try it a second time because when I tried it on Thanksgiving, I didn't care for it. Um, and the best thing about that just, is there's more for me. <laughs> there is more for you. Cause I do like it yes. a lot. Yeah. Um, I, it's just, it's not a favorite of mine. I'm going to mm-hmm. stick with my, your Jameson. Yeah. Or the Tully's Irish. that I don't own. Oh, <laughs> hint, hint, <laughs> hint, wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it, it's not, it's not bad. It's just not for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's not you, it's me. (laughs) Well, it is for me. Like I said, I enjoy it. I think the bottle's cool as hell, too. Um, Even if it wasn't Walking Dead, like, just the the shape of the bottle, it's got, like, this skull on top. Um, It's just, it's a unique look. Um, And, yeah, I'm just, I'm a fan of this one for sure. I'm going to continue drinking more of that, more of it. Like I said, I almost want to get another bottle just so I can keep drinking it and have my bottle that remains unopened on the shelf, which <laughs> is probably silly, but it is a limited edition. So something we did earlier this season that we stopped doing early on. I oh, don't know why I know what you're um, we would give our listeners a heads up on the next bourbon or whiskey that we are going to be drinking on the next week's episode. So you could try it with us if you haven't tried it or if you have it at home, you could, Make yourself an old-fashioned with us or drink it neat on the rocks in a different cocktail, however you want to drink it, but drink it with us. Um, and with only, what did we say, five weeks left? Yeah, something like that. Um, well, yeah, because we're going into week week 13 this week. Yeah, we'll, week we'll keep coming we have, to you with waivers until the championship. Yeah, so with only five weeks left of fantasy football, we don't have many episodes left um for the season which makes me sad we really had to start thinking about what we're going to be drinking what we want to bring to you guys in our um, upcoming episodes we did plan out next week we are bringing like since we tried out we're going to continue the theme of irish whiskey we're going to bring jameson to you we're going to bring our collection of Jameson to you because yeah. when I say Jameson is our go-to, I mean, Jameson is our go-to. We're going to have Jameson. Um, I might not be having an old fashioned next week, Justin. I might make a Jameson ginger. Go for it. Um, and we're going to bring Jameson cold brew, Jameson orange, and we have a specialty bottle. It's a little teaser because you cannot get it in the United States. You have to go to Middleton to get it. Jameson Middleton, my amazing in-laws, brought us back a bottle of Jameson Middleton. Got a special 10-year anniversary label on it for our 10-year wedding anniversary this year. We are going to try it for the first time next week. I am somebody who is like, don't save the, don't save a special whiskey or bourbon for a special occasion drink it yeah 
but we this is when we were like oh we need to save it but we're gonna try it like whiskey's meant to be drunk it is it got brought up <laughs> on thanksgiving you're like no we haven't tried it yet we're waiting um the wait is over the wait is over <laughs> we're gonna try it next week did i leave out a jameson we cold are, brew orange regular we aren't doing black thing. um black barrel yes if you would like to get a little opinion on black barrel go back to our yeah. preseason wide receiver episode where uh rod, via rod Gomez. actually took my spot that week yes i was out of out of the state of, yeah i was out of the state that week so um but yeah we will have those four on the show next week yeah so we'll grab be. yourself a bottle of jameson mm-hmm. and join us miranda you got anything else? I am um, this cocktail. This yes, all I can just—it's a cocktail. I don't know what you put in it. It's not an old fashioned, but it is almost gone because I did drink it. <laughs> going once, going twice. Sold. Old fashioned football.